and welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Sajan Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and I am still, still excited from that episode we did last week where I interviewed JT White. And it was such a good interview because it allowed me to touch base on a number of issues with someone that really and truthfully I never met before the actual interview. I chatted with JT a little bit online here and there over the years, but this was the first time that we actually had a chance to sit down and discuss a lot of the issues that came up in that particular show. After the show aired, we talked a lot and we, you know, we really sort of made some plans to sort of hook up and take some photos together and just see each other's photographic world. But what I realized was that there is a difference and there's a separation between the photographic community, not just between expats and Koreans, but within every kind of genre, be it street photography and travel or landscape or even where you come from, whether you're a North American photographer or a Filipino photographer, there is this fragmentation. And what I really want to see is that people should come together regardless of you know whatever differences and just go out for the love of photography. And the problem is I think that a lot of people are either trying to promote themselves or their business. So if they've been established as a, quote, working photographer, unquote, then they're sort of really protective and they'll hashtag the shit out of every photo that they have for every city in the country just so that they can get some jobs. And really and truthfully, if they can't do the jobs, you know, what I want to see is that for photographers out there that can do the jobs that are struggling, that there should be a sort of a give and a take. And this was something that I saw years ago when you know, a lot of my close photographer friends would sort of pass off jobs here and there. They heard of a good opportunity through their network and they, they would recommend somebody else in that particular city to do the job. But over the years, I think a lot of people have sort of gotten burnt on this. And I certainly have where I've recommended a number of photographers and got really diddly squat back. And for me, that wasn't really why I did it, but it sort of burns when you know, you're struggling to make ends meet as I am right now. And you see these guys chucking out big money and traveling across the country and whatever. And you really hope that at some point in time, someone cuts you a break or sends something your way. So my advice really is, you know, thinking about this whole situation and this talk that JT and I had, I really want to put this out here is that let's help each other. Okay. So if you know a great photographer and you know of a connection that you can probably hook them up with, do so. If you're online and you see something, say it, comment, like it. Let's support each other both online and offline within this small community here in Korea because we need it. It's 2021 now and it's shaping up to be something of another shit show. And I hate to say it, but a lot of us need help. And the only way that we can do this as photographers is to help each other out. And the sad fact that I have to say this on a podcast, which I don't think anybody's really listening to, shows the fragmentation of the groups within Korea because it's such a small community. And, you know, you have that thing where as soon as you say like, oh, you know, is there a job in Ulsan? And people kind of like, look at the ground and, you know, not really say anything, but you know that they're probably going to grab a job and come here and work and something like that. 
where they could have just as easily sent it your way or set you up with a connection. And I know that maybe I'm stepping on some people's toes here. Uh, you know, you could easily say, well, you know, times are tough. You got to take what you can get. And that's true. But I think that when I look back over the times that, you know, when better times, you know, what really made the community strong, and this is where sort of like the Olson online community, I see this a lot, is people really came together regardless of nationality, whether it be Korean or North American or whatever. And you really saw people helping each other. So if there was a job opening or something, people were hooking up with each other, not in that sense, but, you know, I'm sure people tried, but you get the idea that people were there helping each other. And that's really what I want to sort of foster within the photography group, because really and truthfully, we're all adults here and we're all doing pretty much the same thing. We all enjoy photography and we should be helping each other become successful. Whether that's what you want or not, it doesn't really matter. We should just be there for each other. So if all you're doing is wanting to get some extra likes on your Instagram, or if you're trying to get established as a photographer in Korea, there are a ton of people here that have been down that road before. And if we all just drop this petty bullshit of trying to be the best, coolest dude around or whatever, and just step off our high horses and help each other out, I think the community itself will be a lot better place. And with that, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the most innocent person out there. Shit, I've been guilty of all of this stuff. And that's why I can smell my own in these cases is that, you know, I've been down that road before, but I generally try and pass off a lot of the work that I simply can't do to the people who I know are capable of doing so because I think that that's a way to sort of build this community. So on my Olson online page, a lot of times people will pop up looking for a portrait photographer, or a family photographer, and I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm not a guy who photographs babies. I, I just can't. People have always said, well, Jason Teal, he's a great photographer. And that's when I'll jump in and say, well, yeah, if it's a piece of water or a cityscape, I, I can do okay. But, you know, and then I'll recommend my laundry list of photographers in the area who I think can pull this off. And I think the more that we do this, the more that we pass around this kind of thing, the better it will be. And, you know, going that way, like, when I was on TV, which I brought up a little while ago, that only came about because Noel Alonso recommended me. He reached out. Now, he could have talked to a lot of other people, but he came to me. And that was a huge, huge plus for me. And dude, I got to say, Noel, thank you so much for that. And that's sort of the kind of thing that I want to see, um, not just to benefit myself, but for everybody to sort of give and take a little bit. And that goes with like sharing and commenting in the groups as well. I think that we need to be just commenting more and, you know, enjoying other people's photography and not just doing so. Like I had to put up a rule in one of my groups saying, you know, if you post a photo, you have to comment. And the reason why that was, is that people were posting photos and then just waiting for the likes and then just fucking off. And there's nothing wrong with that except for the it really kills 
the sort of dynamic of the group. And I miss the days like going back to Flickr where you could post a photo and people would chat about it and you you met a really good group of people. Google Plus was sort of the same thing. But yet now it's all gone to sort of these virtual hugs and nobody really wants to sort of look at a photo and say, hey, that's a great photo. The other thing that I do see a lot is the where. Where did you get this shot? Give me the exact grid coordinates. And that's sort of a mild fuck you because I think that's sort of saying like, I like your photo, but I'm going to go there and take one better. And this is what I was bringing up in the last week's interview about the shot collecting, because I think it's sort of disingenuous. I think it's sort of a, you know, tell me the exact time that you went because I'm going to go there and hopefully get something better. And I'll share it back here just to rub it in your nose. And yeah, you can talk and, you know, ask where the location is. It's no secret, but I think it's done in such a way that if you build up a dialogue and sort of friendship with said photographer, you'd be a lot better off than just, hey, where did you get this? You know, and and that's sort of like a lame comment to give. But anyway, I digress. The point I want to make at the beginning of this and what I've been droning on about, I guess, for the last nine or 10 minutes here is that we really should foster a better community that helps each other to become successful, that helps each other to get those likes or the attention that people need in order to sort of feel good about their photography and even get a modicum of interest or income into their hobbies and whatnot. So if you help each other out, I think that'll be great. I'm going to do my best. I'm, I'm going to put that out there too. If I hear of stuff, I'm going to put it out there through the photo clubs I'm part of and online. If you are looking or you need help, reach out. I'm here. Let's put a pin in this for now and get on with this segment. Okay, so the photo that I'm going to talk about today is one that I took in Mugadong. Now, a little bit of history in this area. I used to live in Mugadong when I first came to Korea in 2003. And the stream for which I photographed this area was god-awful when I lived there. Like, it was just a cesspool. And most nights, it was just used as a toilet for drunk university students staggering back to their one rooms. Or, in many cases, drunk English teachers also doing the same thing, staggering back to their one rooms. And it was really just a nasty cesspool. And the city of Ulsan really stepped in and cleaned this place up and is absolutely beautiful now. So... I had lunch with another local podcaster who they he was part one of two or maybe three now of the uh, This Korean Life podcast. And I had lunch with Brian and I went down and got some photos and I saw this pathway with this kind of unique angle. And I sort of waited for somebody to walk across the little stone walk path. And it was a mother and a son that came and I took a photograph or a couple and try to really get the angle right. What I liked about this shot is that it's not usual for me to really want to have people in my shot. But for this shot, I think it really worked. And having the cherry blossoms come up on the left side of the frame and then sort of point towards this little moment where the kid is leading his mom across the path, I think was a really kind of a unique situation. And whenever I do this kind of shot, it always brings me back to this workshop I was invited to uh, from the Seoul Tourism Board. And they brought in National Geographic photographer David Gutenfelder. And we were on the solo and he was kind of, 
you know, going around to different um, photographers that were there. And then I think he was sort of obligated to talk to us, which, you know, like he was, David's a really quiet guy from what I gathered from him and very intense uh, to say the least. But when we are sort of standing there looking at this scene, I showed him when I just got and he sort of said, well, you know, just wait a moment for someone to come into the frame and it'll add a little bit more. And it was kind of interesting because he's like, you know, he just sort of points to a spot in the frame. He's like, wait for them to cross here to fill in that spot. It'll really add more. So as he said that a group of, I think two Ajumas sort of came in and one was having a, uh, or holding a umbrella and it just made the shot so much better. And I never forgot that moment because I'd never really considered it. I didn't want people in the shot, but you know, that little lesson sort of stuck with me. So it was something that I brought into this particular shot and just sort of uh, snapping away. I waited for the right moment, but also too, like I just kept shooting because I never, you can never really tell, or at least I can't when that moment is going to happen. So I just kept shooting and sort of waiting for, you know, the right time and got as many shots as I could and found one that actually worked. That's kind of what I wanted to focus on today is just that particular shot. But in closing up, I do want to go back to the the main topic, I guess, was which was the groups. And I do want to say that if you need help, reach out to me. I can always use my network, but it's it's got to go both ways. And I think that's the one point I do want to finish off on is that it's fine to get help from other people, but I think in order to build a community, it's got to go both ways. So I encourage you, if you see people struggling, if you see other photographers in Korea struggling, do help them out. And on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week.